0: And Everybody gets it back again Don't take no mess At the Rose Garden Raise us their own fire They're what we desire The men in black Can't handle it Other teams Can't it How they win that game today There's
1: just one thing
0: Yeah, I think you're one hundred percent right. It, it, it's they're important games, and and look, if if you if if this team, uh, they got to get together at home. I mean, they're 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 as healthy as they've ever been, uh, pro- provided GP two is back.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh You know, and then you know, if you get a if you get or if you get just if you get justice back, I think justice is probably the more possible one. Like, if you get justice and GP back, like you've got. You've actually you know,
1: got vets on your bench. You got you got
0: you got a seven man rotation with people who have experience, and then you could get into your Drew Eubanks. Well, I mean, Eubanks be the eighth eighth, eighth guy in that rotation. So you so then you don't like getting spot minutes to Shaden or Jabari. Does it is not as crucial to your success. Uh, so I, I think it's possible, but if it, you know if they don't put it together, then it's a concern. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're definitely gonna have to take that too if they if they're not able to put it together at home. Uh, regardless of the competition that they're playing. It's like, can they can they get it together and, and play good basketball for two weeks? Because we haven't seen it for two months.
1: I want to get into a couple of positive things before we go. I, I mean, This is obviously because the team has not been playing very well. This hasn't maybe been the most positive or optimistic podcast that we've done, but I want to get into a couple of positive things. One is... You know, we, we did before the season, you and I went on here and we did our predictions for the season. And it's too early to say whether most of ours are right or wrong, but there's one that I did get right, which is that I thought by the end of the season, both rookies were going to work their way into the rotation. We'll talk about Shaden Sharp in a second, but over the last week, the Jabari Walker thing is actually happening. And it's happening kind of the way that we thought it was going to be after summer league where... You know, you saw what he did in Vegas and you're like, this guy's going to have a 10 or 12 year career as an NBA rotation player. And he's he's gotten into the, it took him a while to get into the rotation, but he's doing it now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is the reason why, I mean, like, I'm glad Trendon Watford won Summer League MVP, but like Jabari <laughs> Walker was the thing that we were all talking about yes. after Summer League. It was, and and I think, you know, it's it's kind of funny because him and Trendon like, do a lot of the same things. I just think that, Jabari is maybe a little bit more has just a little bit more of a nose for scoring and like getting his own shot and finishing, uh, which is something that, you know, I think Trennan is a great setup player, secondary playmaker, screen setter uh, type of player, which is like, that's important. I think Jabari does all those things and he's also uh, has a little bit more of a nose to get his own bucket. And like, uh, which obviously the Blazers offense, they have needed some. They had can...
1: three bench points yesterday against the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> as they... a as a bench unit, like and I know I know that the starters played a ton of minutes by necessity yesterday, but you're not gonna win too many games if you if your entire bench is only giving you three points for a game. That's going back to like, you know, if we want to get into like some remembering some guys territory, those uh like Dames rookie year when like Nolan Smith and Sasha Pavlovich were like the Blazers two main bench guys. And yeah. Like, and like Ronnie Price
0: ronnie price jared jeffries uh uh,
1: was kurt thomas that year or was he the lockout year
0: kurt thomas was the year but was the lockout year yeah Yeah. kurt thomas wasn't there then was the rhino uh, the
1: lock i think the rhino was the lockout year too the rhino was
0: also the lockout year yeah uh no that was uh jared jeffries sasha pavlovich joel freeland didn't play that year claver uh claver also barely played um yeah that was and myers leonard uh it was also on the bench of that that eric team.
1: mayner was the big uh trade deadline acquisition
0: yeah eric mayner coming uh, off a
1: torn acl
0: coming off the torn acl and uh like was not, was not in the nba after that like but he was he was a point guard who could bring the ball up the floor and uh Dame, I remember I wrote a story for Blazers.com about it when I was working
1: for that e- like, turn Yeah.
0: Dame, Dame, like all of a sudden just went ballistic with Eric maynor because they had another ball handler, which is some of the similar, like, similar, ca- like, concept stuff that they do now with, like, that's why Dame comes off the ball so much is because he's just a menace when he's out there off the ball. I just think, you know, some of this has just been bad execution and, 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 and poor shot making and, like, uh, the turnovers do do need to like, like we've been saying this now, even when they were winning games, if they can take the turnovers from worst in the league to maybe just the bottom 10, like they're 28th in turnover percentage right now. Like they've got to maybe at least get in, get out of the bottom five, but that might just be this. This team's, might just
1: be what they that are. That might just man. be this
0: team's. We're problem. almost I mean,
1: halfway into the season. After these next two games, they've got the they got Orlando tomorrow and Cleveland. That's forty one. So we're just about at the halfway point of the season. At a certain point, you kind of are what you are.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, that's something that hurts the offense, and then also that hurts the defensive numbers too. It's like you're not set. Like you're that, giving up what,
1: points in transition. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's like it's like one of those things that it's like it's like I don't even know if it's like the defensive rating and offensive rating can really like you know, encapsulate what those turnovers do to you. And then also the mental aspect of just like, you know, constantly giving the team free points, like, right. and having to come back from deficits. I mean, that's, that's been, that wasn't the whole trip is they were down by like 15 a lot and then having to claw their way back, tie the game or cut it to, to a, within a basket and then the game gets away from them again. And so, um, yeah, they might not be able to clean up the turnovers, but you know, if, if not, then they've got to get back to making some shots because that's, you know, one of the big that's one of the pillars of this team. But like that's never that's never where you want to be as a basketball team is like, oh, we just got to make shots. Right. That's that's never a good thing. So, you know, hopefully they can put together some of these defensive stretches that they've improved on over this trip and,
1: you know, with some better offense and, and maybe they can get things back on track. The other fun thing that I want to talk about, and this is especially going to be fun for me because I'm going to be there in person. I'm going to be in Salt Lake City. We kind of knew this was going to happen, but Shaden Sharp doing the dunk contest. Oh, we love to see it. It's going to be so. It's going to be so. We don't. They don't. They haven't announced the whole field. Uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. has been announced, or not announced. Reported, I think it was Jonathan Fagan from the Houston Chronicle that first reported that Kenyon Martin Jr. is going to be there. So we know one of the two. We know what, you know, we know two of the people. I don't know who the other ones are gonna be. I just said this on Twitter not too long ago, like right before we came on. I wish that the stars would still do the dunk contest. Because I would love to see John Miranda.
0: Yeah, I think the closest we came to that was when Dame did it last time. But Dame, like, that
1: was like his second year. He was year his second like,
0: year. It was his first all-star appearance. Yeah, that he was... was still, yeah, it was still very I went, very I went back
1: and looked. The last guy that you can say at the time he did the dunk contest was like a superstar, like perennial all-NBA, like a big name, you know, that level of guy that like John Moran is right now was Dwight Howard in like 2009. Like that's the last time that... Those, you know, top, top, top shelf superstars, which younger people do not remember. That was Dwight Howard for a long time when he was in Orlando before the second half of his career went the way it did. Dwight used to be that dude back when, like, those types of big men were still...
0: Yeah, He you know, took the he took he led the magic to the finals and prevented yeah. the he prevented the Kobe LeBron finals.
1: Yes. But and but you know, like LeBron never did the dunk contest, Westbrook never did the dunk contest, Durant never did the dunk contest. I guess Paul George did it when he was in Indy, but that again, he was in like his second year in the league or something when he did it. Like I think John Wall did it early on in his career. I guess I guess you could count Blake Griffin even though he only he did it as a rookie, but he was so like He, I, was, I mean, he, a, like, he
0: was he was the, he was like one of those rare like He, he was just, like a Phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, like, that
1: would be like if zion had done the dunk contest his rookie year that's kind of what the equivalent of that is like i understand why zion wouldn't do it because like his health stuff is always just so you know precarious but like i do wish Ja would do it and there are yeah. you know th- there are there are some guys that like you know some of these like i know it's it's harder for you know I kind of joke that, like, you could do a whole dunk contest with just Blazers players, and the guy that has actually won the dunk contest, Anthony Simons, might be the fourth best dunker on the team, because you've got Sharp, you've got Greg Brown, you've got Keon Johnson. But, I... I, So, I don't know who the other two guys are going to be. I just...
0: Like, but your preference would be that there's star players. It sucks. That Michael Zion... Jordan
1: used to do the dunk contest. In I know the 80s. it sucks
0: that it sucks that Zion is hurt. like I get
1: I get it for Zion because just because of the health stuff. like it's probably not a good idea for him to do the dunk contest. but like there's no reason John Morant shouldn't do the dunk contest.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I like I know that Zion has had his things, but like I don't know, man, like I I, I feel like he jumps a lot. LeBron very, famously
1: very never did the dunk contest. That's true.
0: Yeah, that was that that was a that was one. Yeah, he's that's the weird that's a that's a historical anomaly that like people are gonna be like, why didn't he do the dunk contest? Like
1: he teased it a couple of times back in the Cleveland, like the b- before he was I think I think once he went to Miami, like he was at like a different phase in his career. But early on, when he was like 23, 24, 25, I remember uh I think it was my freshman year. I, I vividly remember this, my freshman year of college, so that would have been like the 08-09 all-star game. He was sitting courtside watching the dunk contest. This was one of the Nate Robinson, Dwight Howard ones. And he said something like they were doing like an in-contest in interview with him as they as they do like on the TNT broadcast or right. whatever. And they were like, uh, and he said, you know, next year, I'm putting my name in. Like he, he teased it a few different times that he was going to do it. And then he just, for whatever reason, he never did it. I think, I, I guess the idea is that if you're LeBron – there's no upside to doing it because if you lose, you get clowned for it. But if you win, then you don't get credit for it because you were supposed to win the dunk contest because you're LeBron. Well, but yeah, like,
0: yeah, and I think I, the other argument would be, too, for probably from their, his perspective, which, like, but historically, I think your point is, like, that was what made the dunk contest cool. But, like, they were also doing that because they, like, the NBA fan interest, like, wasn't what it is today. Right, like, and, like every they, single NBA player.
1: Yeah player in the 80s didn't have like a million followers on social media or sell a million shoes but like but like I do it does lose some juice when it's because like Dominique Wilkins was like one of the biggest stars in the league when he was doing it like Clyde Drexler did it like i don't know like like
0: jordan versus dominique in the dunk contest in chicago like dr j
1: doing it in the 80s like
0: yeah like that those are legendary stories like when you had the stars going at it like like how tight would it have been like in hindsight to have like a d wade versus lebron dunk contest oh yeah oh yeah and even like like
1: if like if dwight howard was in the mix by then like yeah
0: like that would have been tight so it's like I understand why the why the young players don't do it now because they, they've already made so much money by the time they've even made the league and yeah. they sign a sneaker or whatever, but like it is it does make All Star Weekend lose some of its luster when when the best guys don't do it and it's kind of like it basically for lack of a better term is a rising stars
1: contest. I got to see the greatest dunk contest of all time. I was in Toronto for the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine one. Oh yeah. And, and that, that was, was and I mean, I know, like, like, you can say, like, maybe, like, some of the Jordan Dominique ones were, you know, up there, or the Vince Carter one, but, like, being in the building for that one, where neither of them had that many dunks planned, but they just both kept getting 50s, and so on the fly, they just had to keep coming up with stuff to outdo each other. It was, it, that was, like, I, nothing is ever going to top that. I will say, I think, I don't know what Shaden's going to do, but it's gonna be pretty incredible whatever it is
0: yeah i mean he's got I'm, I'm sure every i'm sure he there's some crazy ideas and i mean having an aunt who's won the dunk contest and knows like you know per- pretty much the biggest keys you got to finish your dunk i mean like, yeah. like that that's like the, you just like that's the number one thing is you got to make sure that you got a dunk that you finish and
1: i wouldn't be surprised since he is from toronto i wouldn't be surprised if he or not i don't know if he's from toronto he's from he's from the ontario area i wouldn't be surprised if if he did, like, a, you know how, like, guys come out in different, like, old guys jerseys? Like, like, Nate Robinson came out in a Spud Webb jersey to represent for the short kings and stuff. Yeah. But, like, oh, if yeah, he definitely. comes out, if he, if Shaden comes out in a Vince Carter Raptors jersey, I would not be surprised.
0: Oh, yeah. Vince, Car- or, or, like, also, too, you would be hard if he did, like, one jersey Vince Carter, one jersey T-Mac. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that would be tight, too, because he's got, <laughs> he can rep both for Toronto. So, like... Yeah, that 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 no, I think Shaden's gonna put on a show. It's gonna be a fun time for Blazer fans. Uh, the
1: guy I keep hearing is Jericho Sims, is like a guy like on the Knicks. Oh, another, from the Knicks, another yeah, young does, guy yeah. that like people want to see in the dunk contest.
0: I have seen a couple of clips of him. He does have some crazy bounce, and uh, you know, would be a little bit of a bigger type guy to have in the in, uh-huh. in it. Um, but I mean, I think yeah, I mean Shaden right now is the is the early favorite. I mean, yeah. just because of. I mean, the stuff that he's just done in regular
1: games and it's so uh, effortless with him the idea of him actually practicing dunks and having like a ramp up to it as opposed to just doing something that happens naturally in a game like I have no idea what he's going to come up with
0: no yeah it's uh, it should be it should be a, a good time and I mean I think I mean Dame I think is going to make the team yeah, for sure I think so. uh, just because you know yeah the years and he's having a great great year I think it'll be a little bit. I mean, with the way the Blazers are forming, I don't think they're going to get a second
1: All Star. No, I mean, I think like they've the the team has been pushing Jeremy and they've been pushing Ant. It's the kind of thing where, like, you know, let's. I I think, and you I know, will say
0: that the 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 way that they did it too was inspired by that uh, Detroit Pistons photo shoot with Chauncey. And oh yeah. So, like, that was cool. Like, I get the campaign. That was cool. The campaign. The oh, no, campaign, campaign for your guys.
1: Like, every I, every is team great. is doing it. I'm sure even, like, the Charlotte Hornets are, like, campaigning for their guys to be in yeah. the also. Like, like yeah, ride for your guys. That's great. I think it I – mean, well, let's see how the next couple weeks go. If they win a bunch of games over this homestand and they're back up to fourth or fifth, then maybe I could see Jeremy getting in, too. But if they stay in the play-in range – teams in like the 7 8 9 range usually don't get two all-stars and i think dame is a lock just because he is who he is and the and he's having a good year and the coaches are going to put him in just based on name value and name recognition and and all of that and he Well know,
0: yeah and his place i mean he's he his he's got a higher place in in the league pecking order than than then Jeremy Grant. Yes. So like, that's just going to happen, which is, it sucks, but that's just how it's going to work.
1: Whatever. I mean, the trip is going to be worth it for me either way, just because Dame is going to be there. And the other thing about Dame being there is he went to school in Utah at Weber state. So he's probably going to do some sort of community thing. So that'll be cool to see. And then Shaden, like, if he's there for the dunk contest, I'm going to imagine he's also going to do rising stars. So yeah. Yeah. There is going to be a blazers presence. And that's gonna be fun, and I'm looking forward to. I've never been to Salt Lake City, so I'm looking forward to doing that. And
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be it'll be it'll be a different kind of All Star from what what you're used to. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, because well, I mean, I I've only been to a couple All Stars, but like you've been to New Orleans and stuff like that. Like I feel uh, like gonna be, nothing's think...
1: gonna be nothing is gonna be worse than uh you were you were at the New, New York. York. So, yeah. yeah. That one was the worst, not just because it was that cold, but also because half of it was at msg and half of it was at barclays and so it was like none of it was close to each other and so it was just really impossible to get to anything uh the toronto one was uh real like that was really cold and miserable but like i said earlier we got to see the uh you know the greatest dunk contest of all time in person i went to the chicago one in 2020 right before covid which like in retrospect probably shouldn't have on that that was probably a super spreader <laughs> event but like none of us even really like knew what covid like i had vaguely heard that like oh this thing is going around in china but i hadn't really heard that it had hit the u.s yet but like in retrospect yeah probably a super spreader <laughs> like yeah, a month yeah. a month before everything shut down uh that was also the dunk contest where like aaron gordon like didn't win and then he like recorded a diss track on Dwayne wade because like Dwayne wade was one of the judges in the dunk contest that's
0: right oh my god <laughs> and then when
1: he got traded to denver he wore 50 because he was like 50 is the score i should have gotten in the dunk contest and that was why he picked that number wow do you remember that
0: i now i'm remembering it uh (laughs) now that you reminded me when aaron gordon thought he was gonna get traded to portland
1: uh when a lot of people thought aaron gordon was gonna be (laughs) traded to portland there was one person who didn't want aaron gordon to be traded to portland even though he very likely could have been traded to portland for the same package that that person traded for norm Howell, i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm not i don't want to bring up old stuff i'm just
0: yeah yeah it's still a I, it, yeah i'm glad we're i'm still glad we're like of all the problems that the blazers have what i it's, nice it's not those problems
1: anymore what were we talking about a year ago we were talking about like picking up the pieces of the organization after the general manager got fired for uh, having a toxic workplace environment and like, and not even just like, how is the new guy as, as GM going to do it? Who's even going to be the GM because Joe got the guy promoted to the interim tag, but he didn't get the interim tag removed until after the season. So it was like, is this guy gonna be the GM? Or are they gonna hire somebody above him as president of basketball operations? If he's not the permanent GM, is he even gonna have the authority to make a real trade or do anything or any or any of that? Like, what's you know? It, it was. It's just like I don't, I don't know. Like that. Like, like th- this. If if this stuff seems bad now for people who are listening to this who are Blazer fans, like it's been worse. It could be worse. Uh. Which you is not
0: what you want to hear. It's not what you want to hear all, the time, like, hear all the time, but, like, but like... like, it also is very true at this point. And like, <laughs> there's they're playing crappy. Maybe they will not play crappy moving forward. But like, I, I, we've diagnosed. We've 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 said what we know and what we don't know. And I think that's I think that's probably the most frustrating thing is that like it's just like that's also part of it with a new team is like I think finding new problems to discover like the Blazers had the same problems for the last eight years. And now we're everyone's trying to figure out what the new problems are. And that's like part of the new part of having a new team, new coach, new front office. Like, I mean, Dame is the only thing that has stayed the same and everyone else around it is changing. And so like, that is also, I think part of, part of what's happening right now is like, everyone's trying to figure out fans included and players like, what are the new problems of what are the new things that this team can improve on to get better? And what are the things that maybe they, you know, uh, have fixed it, but we're not, you know, in the the middle of the season, like you're not about, you're not, you don't hold on to those positive wins as much. So it's just like, it's, you know, maybe we'll we'll see if they turn it around at home. And I think they have a chance to, um, especially if they get GP two for some of these games. (laughs) I'm not even asking for – I'm not even saying for some of them. I'm not even saying all of them. Just some of them. They could get some help. And Justice Winslow getting back would be very nice uh, also. And if you had two of those dudes who are good defenders, good playmakers, like it could help smooth over some of these issues with the turnovers and and maybe that can can get them in a better place in a couple of weeks. It's 5 o'clock
1: right now, by the way, so I am waiting – Literally any second, the injury report is going to come out for tomorrow, so we will see at some point whether Gary Payton is listed as probable or questionable or doubtful or what the situation is for tomorrow. Literally any second, we're going to get that, but... You know, we'll 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 get to that when we get to that, especially because like even if he's listed as probable, then you know that's still, no gar- still no
0: guarantee, still no guarantee that still no guarantee that he's going to play as as we saw the other day. So right, uh, yeah, just just uh, but that's why maybe I emphasize getting justice back. Which yes. like if he comes back, like you know that that's just another player that they can count on that's a veteran, and you know it has been good for all their young guys to get experience, but it also as a certain point, like they got to win. You're trying
1: game. to win. That's the whole thing, also about like. When everybody talks of, you know, one of the things that, you know, fans have been talking about is like, oh, Chauncey is so much more willing to play young guys than the previous coach did. And, you know, Chauncey himself, we were talking to him about it, you know, a couple weeks ago after a practice. And he was like, you know, I like playing young guys, but also like when I, when I need, when we need to win, I'm gonna, any coach is gonna rely on their veterans more. So like, that's just, that's how it kind of any coach is. And so because of the injury situation that they have, he doesn't have any veterans to come off the bench with. Like, your 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 entire starting lineup is veterans, and then your entire uh, bench is young guys. So it's like, he's just kind of in a tough spot, because, like, you don't want to run Dame and Ant and Jeremy and Nurk into the ground. And, you know, I, Chauncey has said time and time again, he would like to keep Dame's minutes in the low 30. It's not like a Tibbs thing where he's just all, you know, he wants to just play Dame, you know, 40 minutes a game, but like, well, yeah.
0: And Dame is in shape to do that. But like, sometimes also it's like, I mean, the golden state game comes to mind uh, right before the new year. Like they came back from a huge deficit and then, you know, the way golden state plays Steph or not, like they make you guard and, and run and like cover a lot of ground. And I felt like, the Blazers were tired at the end of that game. Like they, they lost that game, but like, and and it was after they had days off too, which was the funny ironic thing that they looked tired after that, but they were playing so many minutes, you know, they're starting fourth quarters with, with the starters, like that stuff adds up and, you know, uh, hopefully getting healthier and also being at home can, can maybe help them get through that a a little bit better and uh, getting more depth would help with that.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably as good a place as any to leave it. You know, big big two-week stretch coming up. They're either going to write the ship or they're not, and that's going to tell us a lot about kind of where the team is going to be going forward in the rest of the season. Eric, people know what it is. Blazer Banter on Twitter. Uh, filling in for well. the AP from time to time. Substack, yes. Uh, thanks again for doing this. I'm sure you'll be back on again before long. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 not going to be covering the next game, but I'm going to be at the, I'm going to be at the magic game tomorrow. You're going to be, be there be, as a civilian. I'm going to be there as a civilian. So it's going to be uh I'll, I'll I'll see what they've got to offer uh tomorrow.
1: Cool. All right. So I'll talk to you soon.